Welcome back to the Mortgage Heroes Weekly Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Brian. And this is Will. So today, guys, we're talking about home builders, housing starts, and housing recession. Is it over? Let's talk about it. We got a couple articles I sent you guys that uh, we looked at. I know before this, I did not ask you what you wanted to talk about first today because I want to have a more <laughs> dynamic conversation. Hmm. So where do you want to start today? <laughs> who, who should we start with? Home builders, the housing starts, or is the recession of housing over? No, let's go with the home builders. I mean, that's what we've been hearing okay. right now. We need supply. We more need homes, more homes. More homes. <laughs> All right, let's get <laughs> so, into home builders. So what, what did you take away from the article about home builders today? So one of the things I did read was uh, that the National Home Builders Association in June surveyed that uh, surveyed indicated that home builder confidence has reached a positive territory, and that's due to consumer demand. And that's definitely something that we are experiencing, at least here in San Diego. Uh, we've still seen multiple offer on houses. We're still seeing a lot of demand and anytime that uh, rates start to trickle down below that seven percent range they swarm the market as we've seen yeah. it happen so that's definitely something i have been noticing and uh, just in general the strong consumer demand even with prices going up even with rates staying at the at the levels that they're at the demand is still there yeah it's interesting because i know that in the same article they were noting that shelter cost is actually uh the leading source of inflation and and they and it's also the way they call it it's shelter cost they're not just talking about cost of ownership that includes renting as well and we know here in san diego the the cost of rent is actually higher than in most of the rest of the country yeah i don't even are we even outpaced by city like new york still and a couple like san francisco or i know we're at the top there still but i know san francisco's in a rut right now so <laughs> well yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i don't know you know what, I don't know uh, what the way i look at it it's, there's a lot of information already happening here in california so <laughs> right. i'm here in cali <laughs> so, so shelter cost growth being a leading source of inflation you know we kind of talked about this at, in in our in our last episode as well we were talking about how the measurement of inflation is uh, is partly services sector but but housing as a general category has a lot of weight in on the inflation number and the, the Fed is kind of waiting for the service sector to kind of have some of that downward pressure to eventually bring inflation down. But I mean, it's not a good sign that housing has so much weight in the game. <laughs> really and I mean, that's one of the measure, the key measures that lets us know if we're going to be in a recession or not, as I was reading in the article. And one of the things they mentioned is that affordability remains a challenge, and it's actually leading to a rental market to be even more stronger. Um, and as we're seeing, I mean, people still need houses, so either they're going to be renting because they can't pay for their mortgage anymore, but at the end of it, someone still needs a roof over their head. Everybody needs a roof over their head. I mean, we see an income. I've, I've seen an income increase, right? I mean, have you? <laughs> you? You have? I mean, like, really? Come on, if we really think about the overall yeah, yeah. average income in San Diego, that's why we have the whole AMI, you know what I mean? And so it, it, the incomes aren't going up. No, they're not. It's not like we're getting paid off. Some of the people are actually getting laid off. Yeah, the, I think the cost of 100%. shelter is outpacing the the increase of uh, a pay increase that people are getting. Wage, wage increase is the word I was looking for. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I know we, we feel it in certain respects and regards. We talk to our friends and family. They're, they're feeling it in certain regards, too. But, I mean, g going back to, you know, kind of this home builder part of our, our conversation, like that may or may not even solve yeah. the problem for some people. Mm. But I think in general, the idea that home builders are all smiles right now is – is good but not always true in every every yeah. place yeah, and yeah. Every city. yeah so. that's that's correct because i think andy there's a lot of also home builders that are very pessimistic right mm -hmm. they're saying the interest rates rise well 
and they're saying the cost because of inflation to build a home it's actually costing you more money yeah i mean yeah. i went to home depot to just buy a little gadget i used to see that thing for like 1999 now it's like 49.99 it's like oh, wow. double right hey, even the uh, the nuts and bolts that used to be like 20 40 cents they're like pushing a dollar now <laughs> that's it it's like it's it's just the cost of doing business right now so although it seems like they're you know, they're all smiles. It just depends where you're at, where they're all smiles. And one thing I want to highlight that you said, it's the cost of doing business. Well, I mean, if you do business for a living, you still have to go out and pay that <laughs> pay that fee to get your business to run. So, but at the same time, they're looking at it measure, uh, at the scale of what they're going to make a lot more closer than before where it's like money yeah. was cheap. Like I could just take a loss and still be at a win where exactly. now it's like every last dollar counts and the expense ultimately yeah. gets passed down to who guys yeah the consumer yeah, the, the consumer buyer. yeah those the buyers consumer. those renters I mean hey yeah. I got a client right now that's in actual Lancaster yeah. they're buying their property I won't say any names but they're buying with their VA um, what's pretty cool is obviously when you do a new build you can finance like the flooring you can finance the solar in there right as long as the appraisal comes to value so and actually expand on that. So you're saying that well, you can finance the solar and you can add remodels Correct. as long as the value supports it. Correct. And we're not saying like, hey, you're and buying. That's phenomenal because that's that's a huge plus right now. For Correct. People. You're not saying like, hey, my floor is 15000 Can I finance it? In my no, we're not saying it in yeah, that yeah. sense. What the builder's saying is it's going to cost you 15000 but we're hoping that the value, for example, you're mm. buying your home for 550000 right? Yeah. The flooring is going to be fifteen thousand dollars. So now you were hoping that the value comes in at that five sixty five, because your financing. It's not like in a contract where we're explaining, hey, you're financing this and having a breakdown. Us as lenders, we don't finance those things. Yeah, yeah we yeah. just got to make sure that the value is going to come in, Support and it. if it's there, correct. So the value is compensated, basically. That is correct. Dang. And they asked us for an appraisal, right? And so the client asked me, why do they want the appraisal? I go, I am curious about that too. <laughs> Why do you want the appraisal, you know? And so... Was I, this a, a new build? It's a new build. Okay, perfect. Yes, That's it's in Lancaster. I, okay, 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 okay. It's, a, it's a new build in Lancaster. And uh, the, they bought it That's for awesome. five fifty seven. They financed the flooring and they financed the solar. Well, now they want a copy of the value of the appraisal, right? And I'm like... You know, clients ask me, like, why do they want that? And I'm like, I'm curious, too. Let me ask. So, hey, they sense. call me. Hey, you know, for status. And I asked them, like, hey, um, why is it that you need a copy of the appraisal? And she says, well, what happens is when we give this credit, we want to know the appraisals back prior to us installing the flooring. Mm, oh, yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah, and sense. so that yeah. made perfect sense. I was like, blue. Okay. Now I understand why. Make sure they get compensated if, for it. <laughs> let's just say the value comes in at 560 and we're already at 565 well, there's no room. The client's going to have to come up with that $5,000 difference. And a lot of times you want to do your due diligence and God, ask if the sense. client has that money. You know, in our case, solar was financed, that was financed. So yeah. the value came in at 575. We were at a purchase of 572. So we're just right there. Ooh, right there. Yeah, wow. so it worked. That's close. That's awesome. So it worked. So I think that's where the sellers are giving like these incentives, right? Like mm -hmm. making it seem like an incentive. Yeah, upgrade your solar, do those things. So yeah, the reason for the appraisal is that if the value didn't come in, in this example, if the value didn't come in, now we're not going to be able to get that financing Got it. for that five sixty five, right? The client would have to come up with that five thousand dollar difference. Wow! In okay. this case, wow! So that's why they're asking before ahead of time to make sure that they're able to accommodate the the, the upgrades. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Wow. 
but that's a huge plus. Yeah, no, you know that's the that's the great thing with uh, home builders is that you're able to do these things. So now you don't have an extra payment for your solar, right? Because it's already included there, which is not bad. And we already know if you run the AC, especially in Lancaster, you're probably running that thing twenty four seven. That bill could come like six, seven hundred dollars a month. Easy. Oh, and it will, <laughs> right? So <laughs> it now will. it's part of your mortgage. So if you really look at that, like, hey, I put that in there. Everything under one. I have to finance my flooring outside and close and finance my flooring because we already know zero introductory for the first twelve months. So here's what's something that's interesting about what you're mentioning regarding this specific scenario is that one of the things that has been mentioned as far as the like the the builders on the other side of seeing not the pessimism but the yeah. optimism from buyers is they're being drawn to the incentives that's part of it. Yeah. The other thing is the technology such as the smart home stuff, solar capabilities, having that, um, and then also there there seems to be like this they've absorbed the impact that rates are not what they were in 2020. They are not where they yeah. were in 2021 yeah. and are new reality is settled in and i think now that like behavior has totally switched so i go now i have this new fomo yeah that's not the fomo of a low rate before now it's fomo of not even getting in correct and so i think that's partly why you see these people i mean it's referenced in the article too but i mean I'm seeing people look at homes like, okay, well, if I want to go to a place, I'd rather just be turnkey. I don't want to go and pay the same amount for a place that's going to require like nine months of work to make it inhabitable versus when it's all brand new, updated, and ready for me to just put my stuff in it. And you bring out a good point in that. The only thing that you forgot is you have boudets now. Those are starting to okay. become the more thing and the newer thing of nowadays. You know what I mean? Those so. are not. Those are not drinking. <laughs> They're not. Those. <laughs> it used to have two separate seats, right? Now you just have one, which is. I'm telling you guys. I never tried one of there's those. game changers here. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. We'll have to get to the bottom of that. That's it. Um, oh, one example I did want to bring up that also is, uh, you know, some of the demand that we're seeing is people that need to move because of their situation in their in their current uh, uh, life. Like one of my clients right now, their their daughter's getting older. They need more space. They have a dog in the house. That one, that two bedroom apartment isn't doing justice anymore. And although they love their payment of nineteen hundred, yeah. and although they have a stinking low rate of two point three seven five, they are now really taking on that uh, that 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 reality that like, hey, well, we need bigger space we need more more of a house we need a bigger yard for a dog and ultimately we can't just stay in this two-bedroom apartment and now they're going in towards a payment that's a lot higher given that they do have the income that's that supports it but at the same time yesterday i was looking over his mortgage statement and i was like wow like just imagine going from a 1900 payment to a plus four thousand dollar payment double and you, you know even more but how does that feel for the regular person? You know, that's also something that they're they're, they're considering when they're they're on the verge of selling or not. Like, should I leave this payment that I can still, you know, use all this other money for other stuff, or now tie it all into this because well, my life depends on it. Like, my living situation needs it. Well, you just said the magic where your life depends on it. Yeah. So those are the yeah. difference makers in certain situations. That's where you talk to a professional yeah. to help you understand what's going to be most important and what are the options that you're going to actually obtain because you either decide to pay some of the things off to you know bring down your debt to income ratio like there's just going to be certain options and that's where you come in brian and that's one of the <laughs> things that that i was mentioning where it's like it's almost more important to understand the market and what i am hearing a lot of people you know ask is what are my options you know what what are my Absolutely. options you know not just where before it was like hey we're going to go fha that's going to be it or hey conventional they're more like well is there another route you know can we go maybe the bank statement loan or is there any other financing that you guys are able to to provide for me 
right now I feel that homeowners or prospective homeowners are looking for options. Absolutely, because yeah. it's getting harder to qualify. Exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. I just wrote down like, where do people turn? Like, where like you have if 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 the if the resale market isn't there for yeah. you inventory wise, then then the only place you can go is is new builds. Mm-hmm. But the yeah. new builds might be at such a price in such a season where rates are high that it is going to be from nineteen hundred bucks to four thousand bucks. Yeah. But if your situation requires it, you where where do you turn? You have to turn somewhere. Your life the, depends on it. They're well, not selling you know, the house down uh, the street. I, I'm just going to use it, you know, uh, based on my experience. We've been there. I've done that. Yeah. When yeah. I first bought my home and my payment was 18 and change, I didn't know how I was going to do it. That was a purchase price of 242 at an 8.75% interest rate. And I was like, Tanya, how the hell are we going to do this? We're going to have to stick to the dollar menu at McDonald's and Jack in a Box. And guess where we'd go every Sunday for the kids? Jack in a Box. Yeah. Dollar tacos, bro. Still. You know? Oh, well, inflation, other. But then what ended up happening is the world just revolves around you, right? It yeah. seems like, oh, okay. Well, actually, now I could step it up and actually now I can go above the dollar menu and buy something else, buy a good burger now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you start conforming, you start getting used to that. Yeah. So it's just like anything, you know, I think mm-hmm. you, you start having the tendency of just getting used to it. And that's a great point. Yeah. Some people, I think, need to take the, the long view into perspective. Like it might be tight in the beginning, but it doesn't always have to be tight for yeah. the long term it could maybe just be the first six months 12 months 24 months even but if you look at 24 months in the span of 10 years maybe that's not so difficult of a path to take with that longer yeah. view ahead because hmm. it might seem like that is high for now but maybe that's going to be normalized as you have side income yeah. a second job if there's only one person earning yeah. or you get the, the pay raise or a new job so that is i think a conditional yeah. and temporary thing for a lot yeah. of people i have this big old grin on my face because the new saying is marry the home not the rate right, right. yeah <laughs> of course 100 percent. Right. i like that it's like we all evolve and we bring new yeah. cliches right no 100 like, and i'm glad you brought that that experience over because a lot of people don't have that perspective yeah. and a lot of people look at it from just five years out where rates have been low so all the time that now they see high and it's bad but in the long in the long perspective i mean it's only a cyclical thing that's happening right. of course well, i went from an 1800 yeah. we refinanced lower we sold the house we bought into a bigger house my payment went to 36 and then it went to 46 and then it was like five thousand nine hundred dollars right and that's you're talking about 5900 in 2013 yeah you know what yeah. i mean yeah and yeah i think it's a matter of, it's a matter of perspective it's a yeah. matter of purpose and it's a yeah. matter of planning exactly now it's lower guys though it's yeah lower, it is a lot lower, lower now <laughs> it's a lot lower now so thank you 2020 so <laughs> this this begs the question though is the housing recession over would you say my goodness over? i mean and again this is i know nationally is it over that's a different question than is it over here what do you guys think i i feel like when you say house recession it, to me the connotation i get from that word is like houses regress because there were, weren't any yeah. so like as far as recession yeah there's not that much houses but if we're seeing i mean in the article it stated that single family houses and multi-family houses uh units are under construction nearing the highest levels in the last yeah. 50 years right so that means that i feel right now we're still below but in due time, there is going to be a flood of houses and inventory still won't be able to, um, how do I say, compensate for the demand that's there. But yeah. it will relieve a little bit. It will help out a little bit. But in the long run, I still think there's an uphill battle with inventory. No, absolutely. Do you guys remember the term V-shape recovery from a V-shape. couple of years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. V-shape recovery. So uh, I, it has nothing to do with housing specifically, but I remember it being talked oh, about. I thought it was about, about the, my uh, back. The, uh, I've been the economy out. in general. And I'm like, I think that actually housing is actually... <laughs> 
most representative of a V-shaped recovery okay. because it had a little tiny dip, but it's come back with a vengeance super quickly because of the things we're talking about. Yeah. You know, inventory wasn't there, so prices most for the most part kept kept their, their uh-huh. value with the dips here and there. But the resurgence of buyer demand is that v-shape it's like it's back and you know again we've told this a couple of this story a couple times now you have buyers beating out four other people you got buyers beating out 29 other people we're sometimes getting beat out by something else but then we're winning the next one it's like it is happening and (laughs) it's funny because in the beginning the v-shape recovery was being used as a you know as a term to kind of give people hope about the economy coming back uh, you know with yeah. a vengeance and kind of whipping back fast which didn't happen the same way we thought but in real estate it is turning out to be true yeah no absolutely it's just even when I work out you know what I mean it's I'm trying to get that v-shape it's all about work <laughs> yeah it's a context board you got to do the chin-ups and the pull-ups and all that to <laughs> get that to be, uh, just like here you know if you really want to get into something it's a context sport you just can't say oh I'm gonna put one offer and expect that that's gonna be it right, there's gonna right. be you got to be open-minded. Yeah. And you really, when you go to the property, just because you're getting beat out, other offers, et cetera, it doesn't make you have to feel like this, I have to go in there because I'm going to lose out, but I don't feel it. No. I don't you know? No. So, no. I Contact mean, sport. Go look at more properties. Let's see what you, where your gut tells you, okay, this is it. There we go. So here's a really good point that you're making right now that I think of in when I put myself in the shoes of a potential builder or a developer is if I don't do this now, then when will I do it? So mm. if I'm not going to take the actions now to have the outcome I want in the gym or in Correct. my business, um, okay, as a developer, if I don't take the action now to do wow. it, wh- what conditions are going to exist that would be better than this right now for me to take action? Because if you have longer lead times, increasing cost of the gross expense yeah. to, to, to even do the build itself, when is it going to be better? Like that's, you, they, that's they, right. ha- they have to forecast and think that there's some grass is greener down the road yeah. when maybe it is or maybe it isn't. You and know, it's it's what happened in 2008. We all have a better taste. We lived through it. Yeah. Yep. You had your home. You lost it. That's right. I, I also lost my home and several others. So getting into the rhythm of things and feeling that confidence again, I mean, it's like, a, uh, do I want to go through that again? Mm. Do I want to go through that experience? Yep. But knowing th- what we know now, how many homes would you have bought in 2014, oh, 15, well, based, 16? Based on what you tell me, like, I mean, uh, the only regret I have that was in third grade, I didn't buy enough real estate. <laughs> third grade, okay. <laughs> We're going there, huh, Brian? Um, <laughs> Just to let you guys know how young I am. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, but you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's like that hindsight, right? Yeah. But know what we know now, and we were saying in 2014, 15, the, the market's at its peak. Yeah. It's right. at its peak. The payments yeah. are higher. Can you believe your mortgage payments? 3500 Every year, I feel it was a peak. But you see <laughs> what I'm saying? It's like, that's what's going to happen. It's simple economics, supply and demand. Yeah. yeah. If you look at San Diego, where else are we going to build? We're right now, if you drive down Heritage or what is that? East Palomar? Uh, 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 Olympic. Olympic. Yeah, there Olympic you go. Park, oh, yeah. I'm all over the place. Yeah, yeah. To the left of it, when you're going down to the 805 to the left, it used to be a lamb field. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. so they're building on that thing. If you look right now, it's all graded, yep. you know, just like they would grade landfill. They yep. put all your trash right there and they yep. grade it. You know what I mean? That's, right. that's yeah, what they're, they're doing right now. Yep. Um, why are we building right there? Because there's a necessity. Because we yeah. have to and there's demand. <laughs> it, yeah. It's that simple. Yeah, we need so, the supply and the demand is there. <clears throat> yep. I, I'm glad that some people have FOMO and you should have it because this is investing in your future. This is yeah. an investment that you're going to make if you're making it long term. I'm telling you, like the stock market, it's not timing in the market, it's time 
in the market. market. 100%. You know, real estate too. It's not timing in the market, it's time in the market. If you're looking for longevity Mm -hmm. in something like this, then guess what? You're gonna have the true experience that I have by owning properties. Yeah. Yep. You know? Nope, that's a great Unfortunately, point. I'm just going to pass it on to my kid. Oh, how many, you know what? I'm going to scratch that. <laughs> They're going to have to earn something <laughs> there. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, go ahead. No, and I just like anything, I mean, Will, you couldn't have said it any better. I feel like everything goes with planning, preparing, and if you have that long-term like Love vision it. that you're saying, I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's going to be better. Will there be days that things go down and, you know, it looks like, oh, my God, it's all coming down? Yeah, there will be, but yeah. that's part of the cycle. And if you have the long-term vision that I'm, I'm doing this for the purpose of building generational wealth so that my kids could take over and their kids could take over and pass it on for so on and so on, then it doesn't matter if the market's up or down, up yeah. or down, if you know you're going to be you know, looking to invest in this for the rest of your yeah. life. Yeah. And if real estate isn't for you, find something that is. You know, Maybe That's invest right. through a friend. Invest through someone that, you, that understands real estate. Maybe real estate isn't for you and you want to be hands-off. There's people out there. Mm-hmm. Reach out to your professionals. Reach out to your That's sphere right. of influence and say, hey, how can I get involved without really being involved you know yep. there's so many information out there so many tools there's two ways to be involved in real estate actively passively pick one bam or pick, pick <laughs> both yeah yeah and if you don't own a home and you're making a ton of money guess what you're missing out on the best tax advantage and then one thing that you brought up that uh um a teacher that's a client of yours that also invests in real estate i thought was the most amazing thing ever that he's still a teacher he still does contracting job and he's steadily investing in real estate like that for me was just like yo anyone could do it if they really set themselves up put the right plan in place and then have the right team to guide them that's right yeah i think that was oh my god teacher full contractor like you would think like oh like (laughs) teachers think like oh no i can't like you can. Right. Si se puede. Si se puede. Si se puede. Yeah. You don't only have to do one yeah. thing. So. so what are some of the things that people can prepare better, right? So one of the things is, obviously, we all like chat, GPT, we all like all that. The thing is what they're saying is, do your research. Yeah, 100%. You know, talk to a professional. Yep. Right? Get pre-approved so you can actually react quickly so yep. an opportunity presents itself. You're ready. Mm-hmm. You already yeah. know. You're already not in the... In the clouds where, ah, uh, do I think and I'm going to afford it? Now you know exactly what you could afford. 100%. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we just got to do the little things like that. Talk mm-hmm. to your financial advisor. Is this something that potentially you're going to need in order to have the best uh, um, generational wealth strategy yeah, right. to put you in a retirement, you know, uh, um, position position there yeah. you go easy word there we go yeah. boom we yeah. got it but that's it's just good. little things like that guys yeah. once we get there and we put all these things and we put planning into it yeah that's when the things just yeah. fall in place you're building blush just build in it's place acting much on easier those things it's the, it's the, it's acting on those things that really ultimately makes a difference that's it yeah. it's a contact sport guys everything's about contact leverage your relationships 100 percent. that's yeah. why that's what i started learning how to do is yeah you know my older days is leverage the relationships they were there and i was scared to ask like hey brian do you know this or brian andy you know it's like no just ask yeah Yeah. 100 percent Wow, that was a good one. That was good, guys. Thank All right. you. Yes. We had a lot of uh, input and insight today. Uh, I, I'm hoping that if you're watching this or you're listening to this, you have some uh, feedback. Maybe you have some questions for William or Brian. 
especially if you're looking to buy real estate here in the next uh, couple months or even in the next couple of years, start asking those questions now. Take action. Ask the things you want to have answers to and can put yourself on a path towards success. That's even right. if you're two years out, start now because if you start in two years, you're going to be four years back. That's right. Oh, That's right. Boom. Nothing well, to drop. Thank you guys again for another <laughs> great show. Better thank you so much for watching the Mortgage Heroes podcast. Remember to follow the show. Subscribe to us on, on YouTube. Also, follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or nice. wherever you listen to podcasts. Yep. We'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys. See you later. Later.